it's nice to call myself an Olympian, but the experience that I had wasn't the best experience. And you work yourself up all those four years to get there. And it's a minute and 30 that you can show. And that's it. Hello, welcome back to We Dive Deeper. This is the podcast where my guests pick at random from 70 of my all-time favorite personal and intrusive questions. And my God, are they personal and are they intrusive? Thank you so much to those of you who've given us a review on here. I love, 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 love reading them all. They make me feel so happy. And I make sure that every single one of them gets a spot on the Instagram highlights. So go and give us a review if you haven't already. Please, thank you. But moving on, my guest today is the pocket rocket, Claudia Fragapani. You may know her from Strictly Come Dancing back in 2016 now, I think. She's also featured on Take Me Out, E4's All-Star Driving School, but more importantly, she is a British gymnast, lives in Bristol. We love her for that. Um, She competed in the 2016 Summer Olympics in Rio. She was the first English woman to win four gold medals since 1930. What what the fuck how am I talking to someone like this she was also BBC Young Sports Personality of the Year the list seems to go on and on she started gymnastics when she was just six years old and has been absolutely killing it since then I'm so interested to find out what is behind all of that focus and that success because she's only 20 fucking one I want to know what it takes to get to the Olympics and ultimately, who the human is behind the sportswoman. Really hope you guys enjoy this one. Here we go. So welcome. I'm not going to lie, I've been binge watching your talent on YouTube. <laughs> you are insanely oh, talented. Thank you. At like everything though, it seems. Because yeah. you did the gymnastics and then you went to Strictly. Yeah. And you're fucking killing that too. Oh. <laughs> and you, you said you started at six years old. Yeah. So I started gymnastics at six years old and I've just haven't stopped since then. Bloody hell. And we found out via email that we are both obsessed with Love Island. Oh, I love Love Island. Oh, give me your general thoughts. So I didn't like more from the start. No one did. Now she's starting to grow on me. She's just funny. It, it does make me laugh every time she says think she says tink I know, yeah. <laughs> and tree instead of three yeah and actually um curtis um his brother aj is the guy who taught me on strictly yeah. so that's why my mum's watching it now oh <laughs> i hooked. see did, have you met curtis then or did yeah, you yeah i've met him before um after a show and then we went into the green room i said hello to him and everything so met him for a few times he's a lovely guy yeah he seems just down so to earth wise yeah are they, um, it kind of seems like they're both like that. That family just have a very calming aura about Yeah, them. they do. And they just like, they'll help you out and they make you feel very chilled and relaxed. And yeah. That's what I think Love Island needs a little bit because everyone's a bit crazy at the moment. I know, everyone's so pent up in there. I know. Would you, uh, would you do it if you got asked? Oh. You must have thought about that. I have thought about it. And for me, I wouldn't personally. But then 
seen that quiz went on it I'm like oh it would be nice to do but but I feel like I'd be a bit nervous if I don't get picked or something yeah I reckon I'd take the rejection pretty hard I'd be really upset about I have to go home sorry <laughs> and now cause, even cause, more than not both because we've go. watched so much of it as well I know I'd, I'd be constantly thinking oh I bet the audience are thinking this and I bet yeah, they hate me for yeah. crying and all and that the cameras kind of are on you all the time so you don't know what's being put in or what taken out so. yeah like, or how you're being portrayed because that Joe guy I mean bloody hell he got the raw end of the deal people oh, thinking yeah. he was like really abusive like and stuff, and stuff. I, yeah. I kind of felt really sorry for him I did I was a bit annoyed at him at one point because obviously he was like that to Lucy and Lucy she said she's like I'd, I'd rather just hang out with guys like not girls which is like completely fine yeah like some girls are like that but yeah, no exactly. one really respected that and just went behind her back and it made the others look like more fools yeah I thought she was kind of getting bullied at one point but I'm glad that she was yeah it seems to have died down yeah it has um so let's get back to you because you're more important than Love Island and I'm sure there are so many people listening that are like shut up I don't care about Love Island um thank you for doing this because I imagine it's kind of weird people mostly just talk to you about sports right and stuff rather than the human underneath yeah so uh this is why I'm really excited to talk to you so as I said I've got 70 of my favorite questions okay and they're all intense and deep (laughs) but they they're just so good okay so pick a number between one and 70 um seven seven have we had a seven yet i'm not sure oh this is my i mean we are going straight oh is it straight in straight nervous now (laughs) and maybe 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 you don't even have anything but what was the most traumatic part of your childhood childhood gosh i know these these questions don't fuck about if if I'm completely honest, I I don't remember anything. When I was younger, I um, because I started when I was six years old training. Um, it went. Fr- it's not traumatic, but um, as every time I woke up, I'd just start crying and screaming all the time really? because I was just tired. And I went through that phase when I was younger where I wanted to give up gym, um, and every gymnast goes through it. Um, I felt really sorry for my parents like looking back at it now wow because I used to be like really really upset and I didn't want to go or I didn't want to go to school I just didn't even want to go anywhere wow um, so it's it like a tantrum really and I used to do that quite a few times in the morning wow so how yeah. did you go so obviously you started gymnasts at like six what did you decide that you wanted to do that or was it something that your parents were like oh try this and you really liked it like how did it go from you trying it liking it at six to just not wanting to go and or throwing tantrum well um my parents said oh do you want to try gymnastics and they said ballet or gymnastics so I chose gymnastics and my two older sisters used to do it just for fun um and then after that I was just hooked I loved it I loved the competitive side I just wanted to beat everyone but then it got to a point where I was doing gym a lot and I was putting a lot of pressure on myself which you shouldn't really put pressure on yourself from a young age yeah so young but then it came with my school as well and I feel like because I was doing school and gym I found it really stressful I was coming out of school and I went to a Carmel Christian school wow yeah so from there I wasn't doing four days at school I was half in it and then going doing gym I'm doing one till four then five till nine o'clock And then I was doing my homework in the car on the way back, in the morning. And I was just tired. I think if I just did gym, it would have been fine. 
because I loved it at school I didn't really love as much so then every time I went to school and I had homework to do because I was so tired if you didn't finish your work then you would have to have it for homework and I always had loads every time and I felt like the school for me put a lot of pressure on me to do the work and obviously do gymnastics as well wow I cannot imagine having all of that at that age like even you know even people that are really kind of into their craft at like 13 14 I'm like shit that's that's a lot to take but at like six seven that's such a like prime age to grow as a human being yeah and I'd love to know how that like shaped your entire life but we'll get that it's just so fascinating so like when when did it start becoming like something you were I am going to do this this is something I want to do was it as early as that as six? Well, when I was six years old I've never looked at life without gymnastics right and I just wanted to carry on through and it was only a few years later that it starts to dip is when you get into your teenagers and things like that and you want to give up and you want to you want to go and spend time with your friends and go to parties and things like that. Um, but then after I saw it as it's something that I want to do, I've committed to do this, so I'm just going to do it anyway. Um, and I don't really care if I don't get invited to parties and things like that. Because I just huge. Want, I just wanted to do what I can do. And for me, I grew up quite quickly because of gym. So I knew it wasn't going to last. And you're not really going to stay with friends from when you were really young. There's only a few out of the bunch. Um, So I kind of forgot about the people who wasn't very nice and didn't want to invite me. I was like, okay, fine then. Don't invite me. I'm really not bothered. (laughs) Yeah, that's such a mature view to have on it. Like even at those, because, you know, as I can remember as a teenager, if I didn't get invited to something that would probably destroy me for yeah. like a week but for you to kind of be actively like hey yeah. it's fine like I'm probably not gonna have these friends and I was at gym all the time so even if I did want to go I just would have been tired yeah and for me I just couldn't be bothered so I just wanted to go home and sleep or chill yeah and I had my friends who really really got me that was a gymnast so that's Good. why I stuck with them more do you think if you hadn't have had those friends that you would have kind of missed out are you just are you glad you had those kind of, have you still got those friends yeah yeah I got a really tight group um and it's nice just to have them because as well as I like talking to my parents and my family it's nice to talk to your friends and you could talk to them about anything yeah so did you did you have any of the teenagers of like getting drunk and no never you didn't have any of that my granddad used to give me like a little bit of wine just a little shot glass of that but that was it that was my drunken times (laughs) do you are you not like big on alcohol then you just Um, I do like going out yeah Um, I'm not a fan of drinking I don't really like the taste of it but I will if I go on a night out I will drink my go-to drink is a vodka lemonade and lime oh I mean yeah I like that one but only a single shot of vodka (laughs) (laughs) you seem so like (laughs) sensible yeah I feel like I have to be yeah quite sensible because obviously being a gymnast and everything and you know alcohol does put you on weight and things like that Mm. so you just have to be careful but I can not drink and have a great time anyway yeah man you're incredible I feel like (laughs) I went the complete opposite way (laughs) well not that I wasn't like an alcohol yeah I'll probably like if I didn't do any sport I think though like you said you kind of have to be like I'm sure you'd never meet any 
human being that competed in the Olympics or anything that you've done and had went out and just got fucked for four years. Yeah, like, yeah. They probably are in the gym every single day mm-hmm. working on what they need to work on. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I just find it so fascinating because I am so from the total opposite in that I admire anyone who can focus on something for yeah. that long and just go ham at it and then to kind of have all the success that you've had and at such a young age like there must be such extreme highs but also extreme lows with that yeah yeah what what kind of what have been the biggest highs and the lowest lows for you um in gym related I think the biggest high was being successful at competition and for me it's like all that hard work has paid off like I went to Worlds in 2017 um, and I've never got an individual medal before and I got individual bronze on floor. Um, and only one other GB gymnast did that and that was years and years ago. So for me, it felt like, yes, I did well for myself, but also I've made like a little bit of history as well. Yeah. So that was really, really good. And then I've had a few like Commonwealth golds. I had four golds with that and then a team bronze. Um but they've all spread out throughout the years. I think lows would have to be the Olympics 2016. That that really hit me hard. Um, I trained for a really long time. And obviously it's been very tense and I was fully ready. I got out there and I just felt like as I was out there in Rio, I just felt burnt out. I didn't know any of my moves. Oh. Everything was just gone. And for me working all that time and just having that feeling I thought this can't be the Olympics then it came to floor um and it was a qualification and I was was joined eighth with someone else and you only have top eight to get into a final but because she had I think it was less deductions off her floor routine she got put in so I was first reserve for floor first reserve for all around I had team final but um we only came fifth, which was a historic result then, but it wasn't the best that we could do. Um, and I was like their best floor worker. So for me not to do that, I felt like I let everyone down. And it, it was a horrible, and I got a bit like downstage. I got, I was very depressed after. And then that's when I went on Strictly and everything picked up. <laughs> wow, how do you, how did you deal with that? Like when you're in, you're feeling all of that so intensely because the Olympics anyway, when you're there, it must the atmosphere and everything must make you feel crazy adrenaline. Yeah. And then to have those lows, like how, how did you deal with that mentally? How did you get through it? Um, at the time, I just kept thinking team, team, team and just get through it. Then I knew I had Strictly. So at the same time, I was like, okay, this has happened. Strictly is going to take all that thought away from what happened at the Olympics. Well, I thought it did, but then I still still felt very down afterwards. And I think right at the start of Strictly, um, I tried to act like my happy self, which I am, but I felt so sad and down and no one really got that and no one knew what was happening. And they were just like, oh, you did the Olympics, amazing. How did it feel? It was like, yeah, it was a great experience. But that's all I can say. Yeah. Like, it was a great experience, but it didn't feel like for me, actual Olympics and didn't feel like, I got what I deserved. Yeah, and I guess because your life is so, so different to those Mm. around you, especially your age, you must sometimes feel very isolated and misunderstood because no one genuinely understands 
anything that you've been through like no one could understand what it feels like to be at the olympics and not do all the Mm. things that you really wanted to do after working so hard does that do you kind of sense that in your everyday life with the people that you try and connect to that people just don't get it yeah some people just don't get it and it doesn't annoy me um because I know that they're living their life and they're doing what they're doing and they're just here for me um but then at the same time I'm glad that they they don't get it because then after I can talk to them about something else I don't have to talk about gym 24 7 I love gym it is my passion it's what I do um but it's nice to take myself away from that and so the people that don't really get it they'll just talk about some other rubbish which I love talking about that because it's different that makes so much sense and how about your family have they been they must be so proud oh, so yeah. supportive yeah yeah they're amazing um I love them so much they're... I've seen clips of your mum and dad on yeah. YouTube they look like the coolest people ever yeah they're um they're very supportive and they have took me to and from gym to school everywhere since I was like six years old and they've just been my rock they've just been incredible oh man yeah that's so good yeah it's a it's fucking full-on isn't it oh, like yeah. your lifestyle and they've oh, yeah. just they've been there throughout yeah. the whole thing yeah they have and my dad used basically does all the running around and then my mum does all the cooking cleaning she used to pack my bags for me obviously now she doesn't anymore <laughs> but yeah whenever I used to go away she'd pack it all for me and reassure me that I'm okay she'd be the stress head and my dad would be the calm person so they bad cop good cop yeah they like balance that. each other yeah out. yeah and what about your you said you've got four sisters four sisters yeah How, how's that is there any kind of like rivalry like comp- like healthy competition um no I think as I was growing up my younger sister the one that's after me she used to get a little bit upset because oh yeah mom and dad are with you all the time for oh, competition right, yeah. things like that but as I got older I used to go to competitions on my own and I go with the team GB anyway and then they would sometimes come out and watch me on their own and things like that um but we'll we'll the to have different jobs but we're all very similar but I was the one that kind of stuck out in gym and followed through so I just say I'm the best child with <laughs> my parents I'm, are also, not. I'm <laughs> also the better child we, we love that what and just sorry to go back to the Olympics I feel like yeah, we yeah. fucking bypassed that massive yeah. mountain in the middle of the room what was it like being there because I just can't imagine what the atmosphere is like weirdly it there wasn't a lot of people in the arena so it didn't feel like an olympics it was it looked like the olympics obviously there was the village and things like that and there was loads of athletes walking around um but looking back at it i was like oh was it olympics oh yeah yeah it was <laughs> and it's nice to call myself an olympian but the experience that i had wasn't the best experience and you work yourself up all those four years to get there and it's a minute and 30 that you can show and that's it god that is hard to take yeah but I got over it yeah and I feel like after that now I've completely changed as a person from after Olympics how have you changed um I'm more brave I will speak out to people I'll say if they're in the wrong um I feel like I've grown up more as a person and um not to put so much pressure on myself because there is more to life than gymnastics that is that is huge to take from like everything that you've been through because especially with things so big like that 
it's only natural to kind of think this is all there is especially when that's all you're focusing on like yeah. you said you didn't really have like a the teenagers and the getting fucked and stuff yeah, yeah how how do you come to the realization that this there is actually more to it was it kind of having that intense low it's kind of like I need to take myself out of this a bit else mm-hmm. this is going to be all consuming for the rest of my life yeah. type thing I had a time after Olympics I had about six months off um and obviously I did Strictly which took my mind off of it and then like weirdly I took a train on my own and I was doing things on my own and I thought oh I said I'm actually all right and I managed to get Strictly yes because I was Olympian but then I, I still got it and then I got more TV opportunities and I think well if everything goes horrifically wrong I've still got something else I still have it's not just me as a gymnast it's me and my personality it's me what people look at me hopefully as an inspiration and someone to look up to and a real person um so that's what I focused on after and I just thought I'm just going to do what I do enjoy myself and if something goes wrong I've always got other things making so yeah you're so cool (laughs) what um so I I'm guessing it's kind of like music in that there's kind of considered like a shelf life mentality especially with women I know that I probably couldn't do music when I'm like 38 I feel like you know you kind of have to is it the same for gymnastics and sports um yeah so in well men's gymnastics they go into their 30s and things like that but women's they they give up quite quickly right um it's either they give up because they either just don't want to do it anymore and they want to settle down have babies get married and things like that or their body breaks down and they can't do it anymore or it's like injured and things like that um but i think it's more in 20s mid 20s i think that's like a push so if you're like 27 28 you're like whoa you're old for gymnastics so i'm 21 now so i just i don't know how long i'll go for i'm hoping to go until 2020 obviously next year's olympics then have a year off probably and then either come back or just call it a day and do something else in my life it feels like it's far away, but it's actually just really not. It's not, it? and it's scary when you think about it, like how quick it is. Do you have any idea of what you'd want to do after? Um, hopefully, I want to go into like TV work. <sighs> you'd be so good. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I really want to go on dancing tours. Yeah. Um, maybe pantomime. We'll see. Uh, but it's like things like celebs go dating. I think that'll be fun. I'm a celeb, get me out of here. Just different things like that. I just. it would be nice to try them out and see how it goes yeah and when do you get when do you find out about the olympics 2020 or like how does it work like whether you go or not i don't even know that kind of yeah this world's which is coming up in october that's a qualification as a team to get into olympics okay so we've got to try and qualify as a team whoever is picked okay so i don't even know if i'm picked yet because we've got trials august time so then um next year i think it's i want to say it's like months before olympics probably at the beginning of the year that's when they announce the team how are you feeling confident right now if i'm doing what i'm doing then yes i've got to stay on top form stay fit and keep my moves consistent then hopefully yes i would like to i have to do all four pieces right so 
it's the vault bars beam floor so go back to all of that again <laughs> god what's your training schedule like then does it mean you like you cannot eat this you cannot drink this for this amount of time like is it really intense it's um i feel like it's more intense before a competition but we have to prepare months and months before so it's like i'll um i'll be really good with food for a long time then i'll do my competition and then i could eat bad for a few days and i put it all back on again i gotta start all over again but um i now mentally because i'm older i don't see it as oh i'm um i'm punishing myself because i'm not eating pudding and things like that i'm feeling sad about it i'm saying okay well i'm getting healthier um and i'm putting all the goods into me and it's just making me a better gymnast what is your relationship with food and body image and stuff because again like you said going from like six years old and then those really formative years did you get to a teenager and go through the whole I can't eat this I want to look like this like was that Um, difficult for me actually it was fine I ate what I want when I was a teenager it was only a certain age I think I was about (laughs) 19 20 that's when okay right now I gotta watch what I put in my mouth because I can't just eat crap all the time and just think that I can lift myself on a bar um so it's just trying to portion size and everything but my body image I feel like I look at myself in the mirror I think okay I do look I look good I'm muscly I've never heard a girl say that before (laughs) but um if you look at all the other gymnasts the GB gymnasts we're not all twigs some of them are are thin and everything but some of us have got meat on us which is completely fine and we like that um but on if you think about gymnasts from years and years ago, it's all about being skinny and things like that. But I know um, I'm on the thicker side. <laughs> I always say like that my thick thighs save my life. Um, and I know I've got a fat, like fat ass sometimes. <laughs> but not like fat, but it is a, a big pub. Especially if you're in a leotard and your ass does come out. Right. Um, but then I just work with that. I have to have that body to be able to do the tumbles that I do if I was really, really skinny and had no body shape to me, um, I would find it hard to lift myself and, and do all the tumbles that I could do because I need the power. Wow. Bloody hell. And so do you think social media has affected, like you say you got to 2019, 20? Yeah. Do you reckon that was kind of the rise of Instagram and seeing? Yeah, I, um, I, f- I think I went on Instagram when I was, gosh, I want to say 16 I started to come on Instagram and it's it was fine I didn't really see it until it's only like been the last few years I feel like girls that put their put themselves on social media it's not really them some of them and they airbrush it so much but then I don't look at it as oh it's making me feel like I should be like that I see it as oh wow you must be really really insecure about yourself right so I see it in a different way but then I get nervous about obviously other kids that are looking at it because they're trying to be like that yeah they shouldn't they should just love themselves for who they are and someone will someone will love you for who you are it's not not everyone's gonna not like your body and not like your face or whatever of course and do you do you feel like you're kind of a role model then when you put up photos and stuff you're like I want people to see that I am on the curvier side and that I'm like working hard and I don't airbrush my photos is that do you take pride in that yeah yeah I do and obviously like I do I post pictures of me looking nice like that that we all do yeah we all do and we all um, sometimes we put a 
filter on now and again and yeah. things like that um but it's like even my instagram stories i'm in the gym and i've got no makeup on and i'll video myself and i wouldn't care um so that's very real and people are like oh wow you're working so hard and everything is like well that's that's me in that moment there's no filter there's no airbrush there yeah do you ever have you ever kind of got hate online or have people generally been very supportive of do you know what i thought i'd get hate and because i thought everyone gets hate on social media but at the moment throughout all my career i've had no hate i've had the odd couple but then after they realize what they put and then they'll take it down or they're like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry is that when you reply and they're like oh crap she actually well, replied <laughs> either i would reply or someone else would reply right because i don't really reply to them because i can't be bothered because i just wait for everyone to just yeah everyone <laughs> to dig do in i'm like there you go <laughs> he just walks into a hole yeah what could they possibly write that would be hateful i don't even remember i think there was one after olympics and I remember, it's something like you let everyone down. But then they had like no pictures. And, so, and I thought that's one comment out of like the millions that I've got. So I was just like, you know what? That's the only one that got me. I was going to say. Because obviously it hit You're already thinking it. Yeah. How yeah. were your, um, how were your teammates? I bet they were so supportive, right? Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, they were lovely. And obviously they didn't get what they wanted as well. So it was yeah. kind of like a team thing. Yeah. Like one, one other girl did get a bronze medal on floor at olympics so yeah that was amazing for her um and i was supportive for her but it's also trying to pick myself up because i didn't get the medal that i wanted or even a final that i wanted on floor yeah and we were both could have been in the final yeah so it is hard yeah how do you deal with that comparison like what do you have to tell yourself to not get sucked into all that um i tried to put her first um and try and be like oh you did amazing and everything and make her feel good about herself and then behind closed doors I'd be very upset or to the people that I'm really really close to and I'll just let it all out right that's so that's so cool you're so (laughs) cool okay let's go for another number okay go uh let's go 29 29 Okay, this is a nice one. Oh, okay, cool. What, you're like, <laughs> That's all right, then. <laughs> what did you last do for someone you really love? What did I do? What did you last do, yeah. What, a relationship? Not necessarily. So I was going to say like, I've never had a relationship. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I guess dating's not really... No, I just don't have time. And also, oh, I just can't be bothered with them. <laughs> I mean, yes, I can fucking relate to that. Oh, gosh. Just like, they'll just mess you around, I think. Yeah. And I can't deal with that at the moment. No, God, you do not want your head in any way to be, Do my stuff. Imagine me, like, with my boyfriend and, I don't know, he's cheated on me or something. And and then I walk into the gym and I'm training. Yeah. So I just rather not even get myself involved. So you're like, I just won't even go near. No. Is that something you're kind of like, I, until I'm finished with everything I want to do, this, like, sports-wise, then I'll start thinking. Yeah, definitely. Like, obviously... I do think about it, like it would be nice to have a boyfriend or to be seeing someone. Um, but then at the same time, I'm like, oh, do I really want him to like be involved in everything that I'm doing right now? So I just, I would leave it. If I met someone. Would you let yourself go? Yeah, there? maybe a little bit. Yeah. But they can smidge. <laughs> have you ever had any kind of, any sort of relationship? Maybe not like full on official, but what's your what's been your experience with guys 
just friends yeah yeah like there's been there's been situations where i've been friends with someone and there was potential him liking me and i've liked him a little bit and i'm like oh no what made I you can't. say no because it's just it, it's too it's too complicated too tricky and i i feel like i'd rather just carry on doing what i'm doing and then if later on in life if we want to be together or something then i'll give it a go yeah but i, I i'm open to getting to know someone right what does anything in particular kind of scare you about relationships I, I would like to say just letting someone in, like um, letting them know about your life. And for me, that kind of like frightens me a little bit. Like I just, I'd rather just, I'm not one to keep myself to myself, but I've got my friends and family who I talk to. So it's anyone else that I don't really know and I'm getting to know and I start chatting to them about life and everything. It's like, oh, they're knowing too much yeah what, and are what, we gonna stay together and are you gonna blab to people and it's, it's things like that yeah what is it that have you kind of had someone then that you have trusted and let in and they've let you down like has there been something that has made you think okay now i'm gonna keep up my guard now i'm not gonna let many people in um not really i don't think i've re- i've never really been that close to someone for it to be a relationship i've been friends with someone and it's like we've chatted about if maybe having a relationship and then we're like nah let's not yeah yeah yeah. wait wait, what was the question oh yeah what did you (laughs) ask it so yeah it could have been like a family member or a sister or I guess today you're looking after your nephews and nieces oh yeah I love them so much yeah Yeah. and we've got another one on the way another (sighs) nephew how excited do you like being an aunt yeah I love it so I'm gonna take them out and obviously spend time with them and they're funny because whenever they look at the tv they're like are you gonna be on the telly i'm like no (laughs) not today i am here (laughs) but yeah they like to see me on the telly doing my gymnastics and everything which is really lovely god they must absolutely love that yeah they do that counts that's doing something for someone you love oh okay yeah that's one question done (laughs) okay pick another number um gosh uh 40 40 have gone down (laughs) <laughs> okay what makes you most stressed stressed mm. um quite a few things quite a lot of things i'm quite a stressful person are you I get stressed very easily i don't get that vibe do you not no mm. go on lay it on me what what things um if i what am i stressed about like obviously um if i've if i haven't done something like compete if i'm competing or or something and um nothing's going right and i've got to literally get on that piece and do it now i get quite stressed i get um stressed if i have quite a lot of things to do in a small amount of time um gosh it's just everything i feel like sometimes i easily get stressed more because of my mum because she's a bit of a stress head so i feel like that comes on to me and i'm just like oh no I just like everything nice and tidy and a bit OCD. So it's oh, everything's yeah. got to be particular. <laughs> right. What, um, how do you like deal with stress? Um, get it done. <laughs> get it done. <laughs> just get it done. Or I just, what I do is I plan everything out on my phone. So I write everything down um, so I don't forget. So it's not all jumbled up in my head and it doesn't make me get headaches or anything. It's just there in front of me. I'm just getting it done. Right, so you've got like to-do lists every morning. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. 
And you say you're a bit like OCD. Does that come out in any other like forms? Um, it's only when I'm like start to feel a bit stressed. So if I go somewhere, say if I've got a really important interview or something and I'm in a hotel the night before, if I'm a bit stressed, everything, all my stuff has got to be OCD. Everything's got to be planned out. I, it's like my deodorant has to be the right way. It only comes out when I'm really, really stressed or I'm thinking about other things, um, that's when it only comes out, yeah. Do you think, like, focusing on sport for, like, most of your life has kind of, like, pushed your OCD? Because you're kind of like, everything has to be in control because... Yeah, yeah, because I'm in control of my body and I'm in control of what I'm doing uh, and no one else can do anything about it, so I have to do it myself. That's a lot. There's a lot of pressure to put your, yeah. on yourself. And I'm isn't a planner. It? I like to plan things out. Yeah. So I'm going to Japan next week. I've already pl- trying to plan out all the outfits that I wear in. Really? All the stuff. Yeah, we've got Team GB kit and everything. but And I'm the team captain for that. So I'm trying to figure out everything, what everyone's going to wear, um, the girls. And then obviously, if we're doing days out, I just want to look nice. So I plan out my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I like the planning because I'm always, I'll just wake up and be like, I mean, it kind of looks clean. I guess I'll put it on. I, I much prefer your Oh, no, I'm so bad with things like that. <laughs> oh, you do look banging though. So oh, you do you, girl. Um, what did I ask you? Okay, no, I've got some, I've got some questions that I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. I was going to let the questions do some of it. And now yeah. I'm like, God damn it. Okay. Oh, okay. This is, this is one. For someone like me who is very much not focused on anything, yeah. <laughs> I really admire that. But like in this day and age with social media and mm-hmm. phones and everything, how the fuck do you stay focused? Because yeah. I can't, I can't focus on anything. My attention span's so short these yeah. days. Like, what? Well, how do you do it? Is it just the passion that keeps you going? Yeah, it's just like the motivation. And like for me, I'm bad with my social media. I'm always on it. And I try and get off of it, and it's it's hard every time I wake up. I'm on it, and like, and then I'll go and I'll go to the toilet, and I'll be on it like all the time. Um, it's just trying to get away from that. That's why I think gym does help because obviously I'm training, so I can't really go on my phone, even though I try to. And I get told off sometimes, like off your phone. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Um, but everything's going on all the time, and even like like friends and celebrities and things like that. Like everything, if someone hasn't seen something it's like well have it why haven't you seen that it's like wow like social media is just refreshing all the time it's so hard to keep up and everyone's so busy it's difficult does that stress you out as well like a little bit I think it stressed me out more when I was on Strictly that because I wasn't doing gymnastics so I didn't have an excuse really I felt like gym is kind of my excuse to everything so when I was on Strictly I had um, all these events coming up and I was a bit overwhelmed with it all um, and then social media I think was going on and I kind of missed out on the gym side of everything and I was like I didn't even know what was going on it was crazy man that's crazy and what like so when you're kind of at how long do you do the gym for each day like how many hours do you have to put in there so about six six and a half hours but I only train I train Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That is a fucking lot of time. <laughs> it's about like 30 plus hours. It's, so it is for like, a bit, yeah. and forgive me for asking, you don't have to answer, but it's obviously your job, right? Do yes. You, how, like, where do you, so how it do you is live? my job. I do get 
I get paid for being a gymnast. Amazing. Yeah, we get Who support. Who pays that? Um, UK lottery funding. Ah. Yeah, so in order for us to do well in competitions, we go on certain levels. And at the moment, I am on the top level, which is good, um, because of my previous things that I've done in the past. But you have to keep on top of that, and you have to keep working hard and hit those goals. Wow, so it's kind of like, there's so many incentives. Yeah, but then it's like, I can't have get a house or anything, because the income's a bit random Yeah, very sporadic. Yeah, self-employed and everything. Wow, so... And that, that must add so much more stress to it, though, because you're like, shit, if I don't do well, then everything else mm. kind of crumbles too it's not even just like yeah. the sport it's funding your yeah. entire life I feel like it's if I don't do well in a competition I never think about that I think about more like the the thought of me like how I'm gonna feel and I want to be able to do well just to make myself happy because um, I know I've got I live with my mum and dad my two little sisters now so I know I've got that all secure yeah I've got food a house a roof over my head and um it's nice to come back to that i'm very lucky that i've got family like i have yeah and i don't really have to do much (laughs) is it important for you then to kind of make sure that your emotions and all that kind of stuff is in check so that you can focus on what you're doing like does your emotional well-being and being stressed about things whatever ever bleed into gymnastics where you're like damn it i can't focus today because i'm so I'm worried about this or yeah sometimes and that's why my coaches are the best coaches because they'll help me through that and they're not just they don't just turn up for their job and just coach me they're like okay yeah we're done go they turn up and they're kind of my psychologists like my nutritionists they help me out they coach me um it's like a like a dad and a mum that's what it feels like or more like a brother and a mum yeah I got a guy coach and a women's coach and they're really really lovely and they do just help me for it if I'm ever stressed about anything they'll come and help me wow that that must be such an intense job to have to like yeah because there there's so much responsibility uh-huh. on their shoulders as well as yours to yeah kind it of, is to be that all-rounder mm-hmm. for you they always say to me when they turn up it's not about a job it's not a job that they're turning up to it's like a hobby it's something fun that they enjoy doing um and I think that's really nice and that does inspire me yeah Mm. man I don't know how like I said to focus on something so intensely like that I don't know if I'd be able to let my emotions not bleed in because I'm so like uh what's the word I'm kind of like wear my heart on my sleeve all the time everything I'm thinking and feeling is right on the surface yeah yeah I feel like, yeah, if something was really, like, getting to me, I don't know if I'd be able to chuck myself into something. So I'd be like, I have to have a day in bed. But I guess you can't, yeah. no, you you can't, can't allow yourself those days. You can't do that. If you take another day off, you're like, oh, gosh, then I have to catch up with everything. And it's hard work to do that. Have to be on the go all the time. Yeah. Do you feel guilty, then, when you have spare time, you're not doing anything? Are you kind of racked with, shit, I should be doing stuff? Well, um yeah well it's say I've used to feel like if I had a bad food or something I'd feel a bit guilty about it it's only sometimes sometimes I'd be like ah whatever and sometimes I would feel guilty about it yeah um and if it's my day off if it's a Sunday day off I feel like oh what can I do today it's my day off but really days off supposed to be a day off as in lie in bed and do nothing I'd want to go shopping or I want to do this or I want to go for a walk. And I'm like, why do I do that? But it's because I'm still a gymnast. I spoke to one of my friends and she um, 
she doesn't do gymnastics but she does another um kind of sporting event and she says it's only now that I've stopped I've finally had days off and I know what a day off is and before it used to be I'm gonna do this on my day off when really that's not a day off right a day off is just lying in bed and watching Netflix just just relaxing yeah so I'm getting up at I don't know 8am and be like okay let's go with the day yeah (laughs) yeah do you feel like you're because I imagine working towards things all the time are you kind of like always living for something like for the next thing so you're always training for something right yeah it's always for something yeah how how, yeah how is that yeah it's uh, that's what I like you like it yeah if say if I go into training I would like to know what my program is before I even got into the gym because that mentally prepares me and it makes me feel better that's going back to being stressed this is that's what stresses me out if no one tells me what I've got and say if I think I've got I don't know easy routines on beam and then they go no I want your full hard beam and you're like oh my gosh it just kind of like and you just feel completely done and yeah you're just stressed about it so where how do you think you would be and react if like an injury or something like have you had bad injuries and you've been how have you dealt with that I had it last year I was training for the next Commonwealths. So the Commonwealths beforehand in 2014, I did really well. Everyone's looking forward to me. That's the one you the got the four, four medals, right? Yeah. Crazy. So this was the 2018 Commonwealths in Australia. I've never been so excited for a competition. I get I get excited for competitions, but I'm not a fan of competing, but I like the thought of after. Right. <laughs> so just relax and be like, okay, I've done that. Yeah. Um, and I was leading up to that and I was doing my tumbling and my Achilles snapped on my left one. And so then I had an operation. I was out for a whole year. It was horrible. A that, year? Yeah, that was really bad. How did, like, how did you do that? Um, to not be able to do what you so love to oh, do for a year? It was horrible. Um, I missed out on big competitions. I missed out on my favourite ones. Um, I had an operation which was like my first one so I was really nervous but everyone said that I dealt with it in such a good way because everyone gets really really sad and low about it I saw it as okay this is kind of like my year off I'm gonna go on holiday and there you have it I hate to stop it there I'm so sorry but you can catch the last bit of that on my patreon patreon.com forward slash kate mcgill for as little as one dollar a month and you get all the episodes earlier a week earlier in fact and in full amazing and everyone who signs up in november is getting a personalized thank you card from me in the post so get involved thanks so much for listening guys i'll see you back here in a couple of weeks with miss katie sky one of my absolute best friends who very recently just got married, an insane songwriter, so incredibly talented. I cannot wait to talk to her. I can't wait for you guys to hear our chat and I'll see you back then. Have a lovely life until then. Bye.